Greetings. Greetings. Welcome to Wolfcock. I'm going to use that. That's going to be it. <laughs> right. I, I'm your host, Josh Wetzel. And with me, my lovely, my lovely assistant, my lovely co-host is Jake Essex. Thank you. Thank you. Looking, looking elegant, even though I am not laying eyes upon you. I know <laughs> you look, you're looking fine in that, uh, shorts. You were in shorts. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, um, uh, Sweats, sweatpants. Yep. You got it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Piece, the gray sweatpants. They're looking good. Black. Black. Uh, <laughs> it was. It's a dark shade of gray. It's confusing. Black. <laughs> Can you guess my shirt? It's pretty uh, easy. Pretty pretty simpy. Uh, it's a black shirt as well. No, it's actually t-shirt. very colorful t-shirt. T-shirt. Okay. Um, a big old, uh, gay pride t-shirt. Um, I mean, it's got a lot of rainbow colors on it. You could wear this to a gay pride parade, but I think it's more of a hippie thing. Oh, is it tie dye? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, okay. Now everyone can basically they they picture like a jason momoa esque jake essex yeah. tie-dye and <laughs> a big gay guy with sweatpants and tie-dye. <laughs> uh, okay so you were you were urgent you wanted me to oh wait no let's 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 get let's get through the break this is the second uh podcast and in the wet's talk series and it's it's just me and Jake, whoever else I want on. We're getting on talking about what we want to talk about, trying to be some entertainment, trying to bring some levity to whatever time you're having, whether you're commuting, you're uh, at work, um, at your desk desk job, whatever. Very lonely uh, job you have, whatever it is. We are here to be some special uh, voices, give you a laugh or two. We are not comedians, but uh, we will try our best to give you that chuckle, that much-needed chuckle throughout your day, or maybe just a smile. Um, so, with that being said, uh, we are recording right now. We're using Zencaster. We're we're um, we're recording remotely, even though. If we weren't, it's during the coronavirus time. It's what I'm trying to say. So it's it's during the coronavirus. So we're staying apart. Even if it wasn't during coronavirus, though, we live <laughs> in different states. So it wouldn't change much. But uh, rest assured, we are safe distance from each other. And I <laughs> wanted to mention the coronavirus uh, just because it is like a pandemic that's going on. We mentioned it in the episode before, and I didn't want to ignore it it would seem uh it kind of could seem or come off that we were ignoring it i think we mentioned it enough it wasn't too bad in the last one but i i wanted yeah. this podcast to not center around it right jake and yeah and he, he, jake agrees with me this is one of the things he talked about with me beforehand in the previous podcast that's why it wasn't a 
We're trying to not have it become a main topic. Yeah. We want to recognize that it exists and that it is, you know, a threat, but we also want to give a, a, a safe place, you know, to kind of get away from it. Exactly. And take That's, your mind and, away from it. Yeah. And that was, that was Jake's idea. And I, I kind of was thinking the same thing, but he like, he, he ran with it and took the words out of my mouth. So it was, I was like, yeah, that's perfect. We agree on this. Let's, let's try and have some, uh, um, non Corona centric, uh, podcasts so that we can entertain these people and get their minds uh, away from whatever situation they're in. Yeah. Because <clears throat> every news feed in America is just flooded with Corona all around the world. Yeah. Cor- corona. Yeah. Around the world. Yeah. Corona, Corona, Corona. Well, yeah, we're, we're I was just playing sick of I was just playing dreams on uh, PlayStation four, which is like, have you heard of dreams, Jake? Uh, no. Well, it's this it? it's this game. Uh, it's made by medium molecule. Um, I don't know if you played any other games before they uh, they did uh, little big planet. Have you heard of that game? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually That's... played the third one, I think. Yeah, that one, it, you, you can, like, create levels, and it's it's a fun little cute game with, like, a sack, sack boy in that. Yeah, it's kind of like Mario Maker, isn't it? But, like... It's it's, it's similar. It's like a pre... Yeah. I think it came out before Mario Maker. Yeah, so, yeah, um, I think so. But, yeah, it, it's similar to that. It also... Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good description of the type of game it is. Um, but they media molecule with their next game that just came out this last year, um, they went a step further. And so now they made dreams, which is like, you can build a game from scratch, like any type of game you want, like a, like a puzzle solving game, a first person shooter. They give you like the creation tools in this game to make whatever you want. And some of the creations are like really like the tools in that game are like surprisingly they're deep for like a console. Like it's kind of like a Gary's mod type of thing, but the closest thing you can get to that on PlayStation, I would say. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, they have something like that on the Xbox. It's called project spark. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's kind of similar to that you know make your own game there's people who post games on there it's like yeah some of them are really good and it's all made through consoles it's really pretty dope yeah i i got that game or i not spark but i got dreams and i like to just go in and it's called dream surfing and you can just surf like whatever games you're playing and i was playing uh this one game this is why I thought of it. It was like I was I was just surfing through because like the, people can pop out games pretty quick, and I just got dream surfing. It's like a random surf of like random games that are uh, that have been made on dreams, and this one was like it's like Corona Fighter or something like that. <laughs> like, dude, these these people are like popping out these games like like quick. Um, and this was like is your Donald Trump with like a toilet paper launcher. Oh my you're, god! <laughs> you're like killing the coronavirus, like the cells, you know, like the the virus. Dude, I might have to look into this. <laughs> <It's>... 
<laughs> it's such a dumb little, but I was like, dude, you can't even escape it on this game. <laughs> like, it, was, no. it was like coronavirus games on dreams just because it's like it's kind of memey and stuff but the best part of that game was it was playing the song uh uh my sharona yeah it was playing that while you're going around shooting the coronavirus i love that dude oh my god <laughs> somebody made that yeah, Man. as Donald Trump, you're like in the backyard of the White House, <laughs> and it's, it's like there's like soundboard, like uh, soundboard, like little recordings of Donald Trump saying shit. <laughs> wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> Hello, America. It's your president. Uh. Man. But yeah, why did you why did you want to I just wanted to mention that cuz it was like had to do with the corona. corona. Anyways, we can yeah. we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Dreams is a fun game. I might check it out. Is it uh how much is it? I I, I think it's like it's kind of a steeper game for what it has to offer. It's like 40 bucks, I think. But okay. like it's got I invested in it cuz I I like the just surfing on there with Max sometimes, and we take turns handing each other the controller on Dream Surf. Like, okay, you play this game, and then after he's done playing that game, he gives the controller to me, and I play the next random game that comes up. It's kind of a fun party game in that way, where you just surf a bunch of random games. Yeah, it seems really fun. I like, yeah, to play and some that of them are really in. Yeah, some of them are really in depth. Like I played this one that was just uh, I'll talk about dreams another time. What? Why did you want to? You you seemed urgent. You wanted to start the podcast. Oh, I yeah. I wanted to ask you if you had heard of that uh, new game. It's called Valorant. I have. Okay. Um, is it out right now? I don't think it's, it's out. Right it's now. a closed beta right now. But what you can do is you register for a riot account and anybody who wants to get into this closed beta this is how you do it you register a riot account because they make the game and then mm -hmm. you sign up for twitch they made the league of legends right and you link your uh riot and your twitch accounts and you got to make sure that drops are enabled and then basically just watch uh different streamers stream valorant and they'll drop, you know, they'll drop a key code that lets you access this beta or whatever they do. Mm -hmm. So that's how you get access. But this game is really cool. It's, um, for anybody who doesn't know, it combines elements of, like, um, uh, Overwatch and CSGO. Yep. It's just really cool. It's just a really cool looking game, and I... I haven't played it yet, but I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, I'm not a, a CSGO fan, but like the gameplay doesn't really grab me that much. But um, I am a big fan of hero shooters like Overwatch yeah. and uh, like Apex Legends. So 
when it combined those two, I was like, okay, this looks like more in my wheelhouse. And yeah, dude, some of the stuff people do in that game is pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I, I definitely would enjoy like playing that game with you or something. Like when it comes watching... out. Go ahead. I don't know. When does it come out? Uh, I don't know. I'll look it's it up. Closed beta. I'm sure open beta will be available eventually. When but you talk more about the game. Summer 2020 is when it launches. Okay, that's um, very soon. Yeah. So uh, the closed beta actually just rolled out on April 7th. Yeah, so, I was... Did, did you hear this about Valorant for me, or did you... Because I, I asked you about it the other day, I think. Well, if you did, I didn't know what it I was. Just, cause I, yeah, I just I, asked I, if you heard of it. No, I hadn't heard of it yet, but I, I looked it up, and, uh, well, I actually I saw a Snapchat story about it. And um, I also watched, like, FaZe... Um, one of those phase guys play it. Yeah. Phase temper. He was playing it. Man. It looked cool. That guy's a he's a he's he's basically a human hack. You yeah. know. But I was watching um one of the cool things that made me like very interested in the game was uh I watched uh Shroud play it. Yeah. And you know who Shroud is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like used to be a professional uh, esports player and then quit so he could stream Twitch mainly, and so he's pretty good at like first person shooters and stuff like that. He he actually played CS:GO professionally, so he's pretty good. Yeah. At like a Valorant type of game, and he and a bunch of other streamers like Dizzy. I don't know if you heard of him. He got big on Apex Legends. He's like a younger streamer. Uh, but they're they're pretty good. Like a bunch of streamers got together, Shroud Dizzy, and uh, they're on a team. And then they played against the the devs of Valorant. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so like the people who made the game, so they know all the ins and outs of the game. And Shroud's like streamer, like some of them are pros. I don't know, but they're really good players. So they have good aim, right? They got destroyed by the devs. The devs just <laughs> handed them their asses, dude. Good. And this is like, it's on like, <laughs> I, I will send you the the link to it and you can watch it later. But like, okay, I think they have a round two of playing against the devs, but they absolutely get their asses handed to them. And like Shroud, the whole time is like I, I respect Shroud so much. I think he's a decent guy and when he uh, was getting creamed by like the devs, he's like, this is great. Like he was excited and happy. He's like, I'm so glad that we're getting our asses handed to us because that means that like the team play and communication of like using your skills and everything together is so strong and can like out, outdo uh, just people with really good aim. Yeah. You can't just solo the game. Yeah. You got, you got to have your, um, yeah, your counterpart, your buddies. Yeah, so I thought that was really like cool. A really... And a definite pro for the game. Yeah, and it's that the it's devs were like handing them. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Barrier to entry is very low as soon as it comes out this summer. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have heard of that and I'm super excited. Beta. 
Okay. Well, I do have a question for you. To kind of kick off the Kick off 20 minutes in? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, like 10 minutes of this is like, we're not keeping because it was just. Yeah. We're just jerking off the first 10 minutes of the podcast. Uh, Our our editor is really shaking his head right now. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Fuck the editor. Fuck, Fuck him. Fuck the editor. <laughs> Fuck him right up his... <laughs> I heard his birthday's about to happen. I'm not going to yeah. give him shit. <laughs> yeah, the, for for his birthday, I'm going to make this podcast a bitch to edit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say so much stuff that he has to cut out. Uh, <laughs> I'm the editor. <laughs> just if if that didn't get across i am the editor uh, poor editor but fuck him you know <laughs> yeah fuck him okay what is the saddest video game you've ever played josh oh that's a great question and why the saddest video game <clears throat> yeah hmm. not not the most gripping not your favorite, but the saddest. I know what mine is. You know, there's like certain certain scenes in video games that like scroll past. Oops, I've really fucked my mic there. Uh, there's certain like scenes in video games that really like come to mind when I think of like saddest. And I'm, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to narrow down like throughout the whole game the saddest game that i played i don't think i'd I play that many sad games but like just to throw some out there like it, it may not seem sad at first but when i played it twilight princess was really sad and that may seem weird but i remember feeling really sad especially when uh spoilers for twilight princess uh especially when um midna is like hurt and injured and you're like you have her like draped over your back as like a wolf yeah and there's that sad it's raining there's that sad music playing i remember being like oh shit she's fucked up you 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 know that scene i'm talking about yeah yeah you you picked the best game to fit that description like it is actually a sad game like that's the vibe of that game you know yeah just sad like a lot of video games have sad moments but that game is just sad like but it's a yeah and it's probably my favorite video game of all time if i'm being honest yeah i it's definitely up there for me i don't know i don't know if it would hold up if i went back and played it now i don't know how much it would hold up i definitely do think it'll hold up but yeah i've just played especially the hd wii u version yeah, uh, I haven't. I didn't have a Wii U, so I didn't. I didn't get that, but um. But yeah, that was that's one of them that comes to mind. I also think of like The Last of Us, mm. which that that one is really sad. Like, especially yeah. it just hits you in the gut, like right in the beginning, right at the start. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my god, that <laughs> that game is like, it's. And the the choices, and I like how at the end, spoilers for The Last of Us, like, you can't change that. I guess it's not really a spoiler. You can't change that decision at the end. 
like you don't have a choice and he just decides to do that you know the the choice i'm talking about yeah like yeah it, like why don't they give you a choice for that like, yeah and a lot <laughs> of people were upset that you didn't get yeah. a choice to like pick what who lives who dies you know that type of thing yeah yeah but uh but i think that it makes the game that much better that you don't get like it's they're telling their story yep and you just have to you just have to deal with it and <sighs> and see what happens next but i i don't know that cuz that that game's a really sad one I guess I would choose Twilight Princess. Those are just the two that come to my mind. Twilight Princess, just because now that I'm thinking about it, like in the, the, when you're in the Twilight Zone, the Twilight Realm or whatever it is, and you're talking to like all those ghosts and stuff. Yeah. Like all those sad people. They're really sad. Yeah. Yeah. They're like sad. And it's just like, it's a, the Twilight <laughs> Zone specifically is like a depressing place whenever you talk to any of the NPCs around there. The villagers yeah, like, and the town It's folk. like every Zelda game, really. The first, like, ten minutes of the game is like, oh, hey, I'm Link. Yay. And then, boom, tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild was kind of more, man, what a great game. That one's not really that sad at all. No, not really. It's it, it just it you just walk right into it. I mean, that's what yeah. you do. You... That one is a jaw dropper, though. Like specifically, there's one jaw dropping moment where, like, for me, when I first, I wish I could like play it again, where like for the first time, it's one of those yeah. games where I <clears throat> right the first time you get off the Great Plateau, and I played it with my girlfriend yeah. recently and I don't think she like she, it didn't click with her cause she's, she doesn't play like games as much as me, you know? Yeah. But the moment when you get off the great plateau and there's like a quest marker and like normal video game players will just be like, yep, go to the quest marker. But when, when I have the freedom after like a tutorial to go anywhere I want, I go anywhere I want first and then I do the quest. Yeah. So as soon as I got off the great plateau and it was just like, there's the quest marker. It's miles away. And look at all this stuff. You can just, you can go anywhere. Yeah. They want you to search first. Like (laughs) when I first got off the great plateau, I was like, well, that's it like i just got all this now i can go anywhere like (laughs) it was like the only marker at the very beginning was like defeat ganon like that was it like that was the biggest question like right when you get off the great plateau you have to go to like see impa or whatever yeah yeah. oh yeah go to impa kakariko village yeah and i was i was like it was it's pretty far away especially just on foot so I was like, I'm going to fuck off and do other things on my way there. And I ended up like doing a bunch of like, I think I went and did all the towers that I could. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I did. Like, first too. like I did so many towers. I didn't do them all right before I, like before I did Impa, but I did like a good chunk of them and like opened up the map yeah. and 
got yeah, to. That, yeah, that's like one of the first things I do in like Assassin's Creed or anything. Like go go to all the the synchronization points, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's like in Spider Man. Like as soon as they told me to go, you know, turn on all the Oscorp satellites, that's exactly what I did. That's the first thing I did. I just opened the entire map up as much as I could. Then, after I did that, you know, I did yep, some I did of the, the same story, thing. But, like, I saw that you could get this suit from Black Cat, and I was like, okay, yeah, bet. <laughs> so I did all of her missions. Yeah, I did that too. But then I wore the suit for, like, a little bit and, like, did a cutscene with it. And I was like, man, I just want to go back to, like, the other suit. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I played, like, that whole game with, like, the advanced suit, but I loved unlocking the other suits. Yeah. Having the option and the other, yeah. like, special abilities. Yeah. Super dope. Like, I played with the advanced suit just, like, because in my head it was, like, it didn't make sense that I was wearing, like, this punk rocker spiky mohawk suit in, like, a cutscene, you know? <laughs> I'm like, why is... I, yeah, I just I made the, the advanced suit that's, like got this better uh suit technology and it's like this punk rocker with like a jean jacket on. i'm like what <laughs> this doesn't seem uh doesn't seem like it makes that much sense so i just kept to like the advanced suit the whole time that's actually i have a my desktop uh like background is spider-man swinging in the advanced suit <laughs> yeah that yeah. suit is really like for insomniac to just make their own suit like that was a hit i think i'm pretty pretty sure like everyone loved that suit it's a really nice suit the white spider (laughs) and everything looks good all right well what is your saddest game probably the walking dead the telltale game series that oh that's a great the first season yep the right at the end when uh lead well, spoilers. When Lee dies, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure everyone and their mothers played that, but or watched yeah. someone play that. Yeah, yeah. But when Lee dies, yeah, that's just a heartbreaking moment. And that's playing... a good pick too. That didn't even come up in my mind, but yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and then the second one, you know, man, the second the... season. Yeah, this. Yeah, that that was just that was tugging at my heartstrings the whole time, dude. Like, yeah, particularly that, the whole, that's the one with Kenny, with Kenny. right? Yeah. yeah. Kenny. Yeah. I remember like, I, I know how crazy. hard that is. Yeah. And you saw him at the beginning. So you know what he was like. Yeah. Totally changed. And I think they did a great job of like showing what that kind of isolation and, you know, destruction I, can, can do to a person and i think that season two doesn't get the credit that it deserves because season one was so good so it's overshadowed by season so season two is overshadowed by season one a lot of the time but they're both really good i'm gonna critically hung on a cross for this and crucified but i think the the second season was better (laughs) yeah just it seemed more like in depth and there's more like 
more characters, more development. You know, playing as Clementine was really cool. I can't remember too many things from season two off the top of my head, but I can remember a lot of scenes and stuff from season one. Yeah, like the cannibalism. <laughs> that's yeah that's like one of the go-to like where you find the guy up there and then you you're yeah. coming down and you're like clementine's about to put it in her mouth yeah dude it's like a steak it's like a part of his leg yeah <laughs> that's a great set piece there at the the farm yep it's a really really yeah that's a good pick awesome. for a sad sad game too yeah another sad moment in a game one of the saddest i remember is when ghost died well i guess he didn't die uh according to advanced warfare lore but uh or modern warfare lore but like whenever we thought that he died <laughs> in modern warfare 2 mm-hmm. man that killed me because he was like so badass and he just got burnt alive like you know not fair not fair. Yeah, I I don't have any touchstone because I didn't play like the series or anything. I wasn't going to, so you didn't spoil it for me or anything. I think okay. I knew that. I seen it somewhere, so like yeah. it was already spoiled. Every, everyone kind of knows. He's... <laughs> but yeah, that I I can see how that like any what's a oh oh yeah Halo Reach. That's another sad game because mm-hmm. like you know. What happened? Like, I, something that bothers me a lot in like fiction or like stories is when people write off something as they don't care about like the, the characters or story of anything because they know that everyone dies. Yeah. I think that's like stupid. Like, that I hate when people just write off a whole story just because they know how it's going to end. Because it's like the whole saying goes like it's not about where you end up it's about the journey and the story there yeah, yeah. so like with halo especially Reach, like in you... video games like oh yeah especially. Or, or even with like movies like I'll, I'll give you an example after i talk about halo reach but like in halo reach like the when george when george dies Mm-hmm. that you're like oh fuck and then like yeah. at the end it's one of my favorite parts is like like slowly everyone in your team is dying yeah and it's like oh shit and like the end when um email or i think that's what his name yeah, is yeah yeah he goes out like a badass and i'm like oh dude that's it's fucking he deserves that but like he saves your ass and everything and then you yeah. go it, it ends with you dying too oops that guy's such a badass man <laughs> yeah but yeah, everyone dies, and then it clicks that the first scene was the last scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you've known how this story ends from the moment you turned it on. Yeah, yeah, I just, I think Halo Reach is really good. Me too. It's probably my favorite Halo. It's mine too, but I didn't start out playing. Like it's one of the one first Halos that I actually went in depth with. So I think it holds a special place because that was that. the I didn't... first Halo that I ever really played, and I know that. Yeah, I played terrible. the other ones. Yeah, I played some of the other ones like tangentially and stuff. Like I played the first one on yeah. the Xbox. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't 
get in depth with them like I did with Halo Reach. So that that's why Halo Reach holds a special place in my heart. But another mo- like another one of those movies or stories that you know how it's gonna like everyone's gonna die at the end. Um, it's not a spoiler because you should know this going into it. It's Rogue One, the the Star Wars story, Rogue One. Yeah, you know everyone's gonna die in that because um, they mention it in A New Hope, I think, where they say like how they got the plans to the Death Star is like, oh yeah, a group of whatever, uh, uh, a brave loyal group got the plans to the Death Star and but they didn't survive or something like that. Yeah. And that's the group. The rogue one group is the one they're talking about in, in a new hope. Um, so, you know, they didn't make it out and people will be like, well, rogue one's not a, that interesting because you know that everyone's going to die at the end. It's like, Oh bullshit. Like it's cool to meet the characters and they interact and they have this chemistry together. And then, you see them go out one by one and they react to each other going out and yeah. you see what they each, each one's uh, like uh, what each one brings to the table and how they move the plan along. And it eventually I mean, like ends, you know, I, like I don't see how people can be upset with, with, you know, and they can, like you said, just write off a whole story because they know that everyone's going to die. You know, we're living in an era where Fortnite is the biggest game out there, and there's only one ending to that story. <laughs> Everyone dies except for one dude, and people yeah. are playing it over and over and over and over as it like. That's yeah, <laughs> that's that's a argument over like gameplay versus story. Like, there's not really a story to Fortnite. No, not it's more well, just gameplay, and it's like the rush. There is a little bit of you know story but not there's like you a, know there's like an intrigue of like who's gonna win i guess if you're watching a streamer yeah i mean but what i was trying to say is just like you know the same people who criticize rogue one for having everyone die at the end are the same people who play battle royale games where <laughs> there's only one winner at the end you know every single time and yeah yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's just weird that our society is like that. Yeah, I it it like boils my blood sometimes because I'm like, dude, it's a it's a story. Like they're meant yeah. to be told over and like no story is original. Like we know how all stories end, really. Yeah, there's only so many archetypes for stories. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the way they tell it, the characters they use the the set pieces the you know it, it all comes together there's the always visuals, everything yeah there's the the core is always the same though there is a hero there is a bad guy and there is a problem to overcome and then there's a yeah, resolution I, and it's over that's what a story is yeah i learned something in like one of my classes that i took last year it was like uh it was like my media my mass media it's something to do with like is <laughs> mass communication. So something like that. And one of the things we studied in there was like the, the archetype, uh, the, the story archetypes and how it's usually about like 
it's about like romance uh adventure a mystery a monster or something like like it don't there's only like five categories that are possible for right. like <laughs> stories and they went through them all and they're like name any story at all we can put it in one of these categories and i was like yeah you can fit any story you think of in one of these categories yep. i don't remember what it was called it would have been nice if i remembered but <laughs> but i don't um but yeah it was i was like wow it's really simple when you put it in these terms and makes it seem unoriginal but <laughs> i think that but you know, but the things that make a story stand out and seem different are the little elements you know the mm-hmm. the little bits of information that you get and like the character development that is the biggest you know the yeah a storyteller's ability to capture you because this person is a you know the the hero is like a spectacular human being or you know yeah 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 it's just that's what makes a story so good it's not the build of the story. It's the juicy parts in between the beginning yeah. and the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you, do you want this burger with all the same ingredients as this burger? But one has, is like, like it's farm fresh, like lettuce and all this stuff. And the, the burger's nice and like juicy. And, or you want this like dry patty with like, like the store bought lettuce and like tomato. Yeah. That's, it's like there's there's a difference there but it's just a burger like it's made up of the same shit simps shopping at walmart instead of whole foods (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i don't know okay so maybe i'm i'm already aging out (laughs) maybe i'm like already losing touch i don't know what a simp is i see it all the time Explain to me what a simp is. I see a it thrown around all the time. Is a man that puts himself in a subservient slash submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over, without the female oh, so bringing like a, anything to the table. Oh, I, I thought it's just that was like just like white knighting. Male. No, it's like a weak male. It's like have you heard of Have you heard of white knights? White knights, no. It's it's pretty much the same thing. I thought that's what it was called, but I guess they just came up with like a new, like simp term. But like, yeah, it's just the term that's taken over the internet <laughs> for this month, you know. So simp. I'm going to Urban Dictionary, which is it's pretty it's pretty reliable for these slang terms. <laughs> oh god, dude, this so, is you know what the next segment is after this. We're gonna type our names in here and see what they mean. Okay, okay. You got it. We'll do that. Uh, A white knight, a man who stands up for women's rights to be an absolute equal, but then steps up like a white knight to rescue her at any time that that equality becomes a burden. So a man (laughs) who promotes gender equality but practices special privilege for women. (laughs) He's a fucking simp. (laughs) It's basically... It's the same thing, yeah. It's basically the same thing. So I'm looking up like simp. Simps, simps I'm looking can, up simp in the Urban Dictionary. Simps a man that puts himself in a subservient, submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over 
without the female bringing anything to the table. <laughs> a man that puts too much value on a on a female for no <laughs> no reason. <laughs> a man that provides himself with chivalry. <laughs> Dude, you gotta hear this, man. Okay, so <laughs> I looked up Jake, which is my name. Uh, uh-huh. And the first one is like really sweet. It says, Jake is a very fun and outgoing guy. He has a smile that will brighten anyone's day and eyes that always have the girls looking twice. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's pretty boring. Well, I scroll down and I, I see the third definition they have here is Jake, a psychotic, <laughs> a psychopathic young man who likes to burn things, shit on the floor, and eat meth for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Now you have, to look... <laughs> Italy, you have to 69. look up Jacob now. Okay, Jacob. All right. Because I have two versions of my name too. So Josh and Joshua. So Josh, first, the top definition. This is what all people, when you hear Josh, this is what all people think, right? Josh, probably your local drug dealer who deals drugs with his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's some truth to that. Where's <laughs> Uh, I never, I never have dealt drugs, and I, I don't think I ever will deal drugs. So I must be an outlier. Um, so person one, where's Josh? Person two, probably dealing drugs with his grandma. Okay, so the second <laughs> definition is Josh, the weirdest person you'll ever meet. He may show you off, show off by waving dollar store lights in the air, but he knows. How to not have a stroke when, what? But he knows how to not have a stroke when the last firework goes off. Also, sometimes he gets tipsy. Hmm. My dog, my dog just barked. That's not some random dog. Um, I don't know why she barked. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Hey, Izzy. <laughs> Izzy, come here. She's barking at my other dog because they're both under the bed and they don't like each other. Hmm. They're both hiding under my bed and they hang out all the time, but they don't like each other. You know what I got when I look up Jacob? Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about my second definition. I do think that the weirdest person you'll ever meet, I think that's pretty... I'm pretty freaking weird. I I talk about (laughs) some pretty outlandish shit, so I think that one is pretty true for me. Uh, I haven't gotten tipsy that much. But the... (laughs) Can you separate them, Max? Max! (laughs) Max, fetch fetch me my cloak. (laughs) Where's my super suit? <laughs> okay, what's your what's your I'm gonna look up Joshua. What's your Jacob? Likes bees. Do you like bees? <laughs> I look up Jacob and it says likes bees. Oh shit. Someone decided to write a fucking dictionary uh, a fucking novel for the first definition of Joshua. <laughs> so buckle up. This this next segment will be on Audible in the next week. <laughs> Joshua, 
Joshua is a guy who has a lot more to himself to himself than you think. He isn't shy, but isn't really outgoing. He'd rather much be he'd rather be at home alone than at school facing all the work and challenge it brings. He goes to school anyways to see his friends whom he trusts with most of his secrets and untold emotions. <laughs> if they're untold emotions then his friends don't know about him. I'm just going to say that. Untold emotions means you haven't told anyone. <laughs> so he doesn't trust his friends with his untold emotions. It's my critique of this first thing. He respects those. It's still, it's going on still. He respects those that he feels deserve his respect. (laughs) And when it comes to what he believes in, nothing can change his mind. He is wise. Very wise. (laughs) Very. Okay. This guy is, this guy's name is Joshua. Whoever wrote this. He's just trying to suck his own dick. He gives the best advice and tries his best to understand you. He's the cutest thing you'll ever lay your eyes on. (laughs) His personality is different. (laughs) That's a sentence. Uh, He can be mean, but can also be the sweetest in the world. He is loyal, trustworthy, kind, caring, loving, honest, and everything good in a person you can find. He has the biggest heart and a brave soul. He is everything a girl could dream (laughs) of. (laughs) Packed into one person. He is also incredibly funny and has real skills. Dude, we need to... When it comes to video games, he is the most amazing person you will ever meet and you will never forget. what the fuck, man? (laughs) He will change your life and change it for the better. (laughs) This is... (laughs) Okay, so this, a little context like here. <laughs> a little context here. It says, my boyfriend Joshua is everything I've ever wanted in a guy and more. So that's connected to the paragraph here. So this is not Joshua writing this. This is his girlfriend. So good on you, Joshua, that you fooled this girl <laughs> <laughs> into writing funny. this fucking urban dictionary paragraph. I hope it was, I hope he saw it. You know, it'd be kind of interesting if if the girlfriend never showed it to him and just wrote this and just and never was up. like, yeah. And it was never like, Hey honey, look at, look at this thing that I wrote for you. No, she probably like, Hey, look, look at what somebody said. On- it'd be, <laughs> it would kind of suck, but it would it'd kind of be awesome if she wrote this. And then like the next morning, Joshua just breaks, breaks up with her. <laughs> Wow. And then, and she, then she gets on there and writes like, yeah, she like getting fucked in she, the ass. Yeah. She edits it. She edits it. And is like, actually he's a fucking douchebag and a heartless bitch. And like, just at the end, but keeps the rest of it. Okay. So you have another definition than, than Jake likes bees. Yeah. <laughs> So this this word is called, this is a dirty Isabella. The definition is, you're looking to find your name for the TikTok challenge, but you're a basic bitch that sucks off ten guys named Lucas. Better luck Uh, next time. This guy does not like dirty Isabella. So wait, that's a definition of Jake? No, no, it's dirty Isabella. I'm I'm looking at the Mm. trending... Okay, a horny corny, 
Horny corny is when you have a mass of guys oh. to come on one girl so much that she covers herself in head to toe and come. This makes it half of the unicorn part. Then you stick two Jesus. vibrators in her pussy. And this is the horny part. Last <laughs> bit. <laughs> that, that last bit wasn't horny. That's not even the horny part. <laughs> now Lastly, this is the horny part. <laughs> you take the guy with the biggest dick and stick Stick it in. Stick it over her head and she gives you a hand job. Since your dick is over her head, it makes like a unicorn. This is called a horny corny. Did you hear that the really hot chick got a horny corny? It's on Uges Teens. Uges Teens. Wow. <laughs> so I'm looking at the... I'm still in the Joshua tab, Jake. <laughs> and... That there's an alphabetical list that I can't scroll down any lower on. That's it's the bottom, but it's got an alphabetical list and it says Josh the cunt. That's the first suggestion. <laughs> Josh the scrub. Josh, Josh Thole. It's T H O L E. I don't Josh Thole. Josh Thomas and Josh Timis. <laughs> Josh Timis. Spelt spelt Josh one word. Josh T I M U S. One word. Josh Timmis. I don't know. I'd like to look up Josh Thole. Oh, hey, I found another definition for Jake. He must be a f- baseball player. Okay, it, what's another definition for Jake? Uh, I have a big dick and an emotional support animal named Paul. My name is Jake. My name is Jake and my dick is big. Hashtag Jake, hashtag big, hashtag So is... Big. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> is it over? Yep. Okay, so thankfully, I have a question: Is Jake the emotional support animal, or does he have an emotion, an emotional support animal? Jake has a big dick and an emotional support animal named Paul. Okay, so the emotional support animal is named Paul. Okay. All right. Do we know what the animal is? Yeah. He's the kindest, best guy friend you could ever have. Unknowingly funny and always willing to listen. That's what Apollo so, is. All these Joshua... Joshua's are way better than Josh's. Because all of these are just <laughs> girlfriends writing. I can't... I, I don't believe that these are a bunch of girls writing about their boyfriends. But I'm scrolling through this, dude. And it's just all like... It's just Joshua's, and then at the end, it's like, are you still with Joshua, girl one? Girlfriend of Joshua? Duh. And it's like, these are all big, like, he's (laughs) the epitome of a true man. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just, he's exuding the most desirable of traits. I mean, they're not wrong, but I don't believe (laughs) that they're, I don't believe that they're, uh, all from these girls with girlfriends. I think this is a bunch of Joshua's writing these and saying that they're the girlfriend of Joshua. Or maybe it's Joshua, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Joshua writing because he's lonely about himself and he's pretending yeah, he's to be like, a girl. Please, yeah. girls, like, look at how good See this, this Joshua's are. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, newsflash. Only guys use Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I just don't believe that, like, I'm scrolling through this. It's like literally all of them are just like, oh, that guy is totally a Joshua. I have to have him. Like, oh, he's such a Josh. <laughs> I've never heard anyone use Josh that way. I hear Josh in you. I'm just Josh in you. But, yeah. <laughs> That's, Man, you're joking. How did we get here? <laughs> You know, it's it's the fun. Let's talk. We just we just kind of just let it happen, baby. And I didn't even I didn't even get to any of the topics that I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's we, good. we still got that some means, time though. We still got some time though. That means we got content, bro. We <laughs> we got it on lock. If we can just pull it out of our asses like this. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think anyone would watch this? Let us know. Follow us on Instagram. And they Twitter. won't watch it. I guess you can. I will post it oh, on yeah. YouTube. So they can watch it, but most likely they'll listen. Yeah. Because it'll just be a static screen of our logo. Do you, do you think people will listen? Uh, Let us know and follow think, us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> plug. plug. Uh, email me or us your questions <laughs> at Wet's Talk. At gmail.com. Oh, don't uh, Wait, that is a real email. Yeah, that is. That's okay. our email that I'm putting out to the public that they okay. can email me. All right. Let's have, yeah, we should start a joint. We should start joint social media accounts. Well, I'll, sure. I'll let you know. Well, I, I have. Yeah, you can follow Wet's Talk on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Uh, Twitch. There's also like Wet's Game or no, Wet's Play. That's my like gaming one that I put out there that I haven't really done anything with yet. Wet's Play. But I just, I I made these accounts on all these things. So like if you want to ask a question, you can DM Wet's Talk on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I don't think I made a, f- there might be a Facebook Wet's Talk. But yeah, any any way you want. Email would probably be the easiest because I get easy notifications for my email. But yeah, a little plug there. Little plug, nice. Hey, uh, before we go, I want to talk about uh, big. Oh, we're not going figure. for a little while. How, we how still long got, do we like, have on the? Uh, we got we got time. Um, okay. It's okay. it's um it, we're an hour in, but. R- minus 10 minutes so we're at really at like 50 minutes okay okay bet nice i want to talk about um a hollywood guy a hollywood guy He's, which uh, one dan bilzerian okay you know i don't know who he is, who he is. okay well <clears throat> you should look him up because he is extremely rich and extremely oh, uh, i see him yeah he's is he an actor? Uh, no. Yeah, he's an American actor. Is he? Okay. Yeah. American Armenian He's a Hollywood actor. guy. He's he's done a lot of things. Um, yeah. He's what, writing a book right now. He was in Lone Survivor, The Equalizer. Yeah. Oh. But basically, the reason I wanted to talk he's about ripped. him. Um, okay. He's, yeah, he's ripped. He's he's fucking jacked. He gets tons of pussy and he throws he's these who mansion you aspire parties. to be okay well kind of yeah i'd love to be 
<laughs> I'd love to be him too. He looks but, great. What? How old is he? Dude, every party that he throws costs upwards of a hundred thousand dollars to host. Huh. Every mansion party he throws. He's almost forty. He looks pretty good. He's thirty nine. <laughs> yeah, dude. For a for a forty year old guy, he looks. I mean, he's he's like the he's probably the sexiest man on earth right now. To be quite frank. The sexiest man on earth. I don't know if I'd give him that. He is looking good for 39. <laughs> Who would you give it to then? Men are know. like fine wine. They <laughs> they get better with age. I mean, yeah. I just feel like... Uh, like Jason Momoa. He's, he's a hot man. Mm. Jason Momoa. Yeah. I know that people go crazy, like women go crazy for him right now. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's pretty, it's Aquaman, right? Yeah. That's Aquaman. Yeah. He's, he's also in Stargate. He's a sexy looking guy, but um, sorry, I just don't, I don't think he's as good looking as Dan. Old Danny boy. Old Danny boy. I mean like the Chris Hemsworth, people like that. The They're fucking yoked. Yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth has always been a big one. Um, who else? Women really love George Clooney still, even today. They just still. think he's the sexiest thing ever. Yeah, he's so weird. People have told me I, I look I love like him. George Clooney, and they've oh. also told me I look like Charlie Sheen. It's quite a difference there. <laughs> I, think it's I could see a little George Clooney in you. He is yeah, a good-looking guy. He still looks he's, good. Yeah, he is a good-looking guy. He's fifty fucking eight. Yeah, he looks better with age. Yeah, he does. He's one of those guys who has looked better with age for sure. You know who else is Brad? Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, he looks or better. When Leo he DiCaprio. Well, actually, I think Leo was a little bit, you know, more. Uh, pretty when he was younger but my girlfriend says that she likes younger leo she she thinks older leo is creepy yeah you know dude we need to have a episode where we get your girlfriend on here or something or my girlfriend and interview them or something like i could interview your girlfriend about you know you we could yeah we could do something fun like that see you you could try and do like trivia like you could, uh, uh, what is it like, um, what's it called? There's like that wedding game, you know, you play like, do you really know your, oh, your newlyweds. spouse? Newlyweds. Newlyweds. You could play like <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I like that show. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to get like a feminine voice on here too. Like I, I don't want it to just be like a, uh, uh you fucking simp. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd love to get the the better, the better of us, the better uh, sex on here, the better part for equ- equality. No, I'd I'd love to get like some, you know. I want it to to not just be a sausage fest of me and you. You know, I want to get yeah. other opinions. I want to get like as much diversity on here as i can just to like you know like different ideas just so i can 
have conversations with people and broaden my mind, you know, that's part of what I, why I want to do this. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, um, I have a would you rather question that I want to okay. pop in here. Yeah, let's do it. This will be a fun little segment we can do. So one of them, I think, one of my would you rathers is pretty easy. So I won't do that one. I'll save that one for another would you rather session. Um, would you rather lose your vision or your hearing? Oh, God. Those are tough. That's tough. I'd rather lose my vision because here's why I can't go a single day without listening to music. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be the killer in it for, for me too. For a lot I, of people, I, was, I think so. I was going to say vision anyways too. And I didn't even think about music. Um, but now that just like hits a home run too. Yeah. So maybe this one was kind of an easy one too. I'll I'll let you, I'll do the other easy one that I thought would be easy too because, but I want to explain why I would pick uh, hearing over vision also. Uh, I feel like you might get even better hearing if you lose your vision. You know, you ever heard of that? You would, yeah. Your other senses would. Yeah, your sharpen. other sen- senses heightened and yeah. like uh, like Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Uses, <laughs> that's extreme, but he he becomes like superhuman and like echo communicates you know yeah man he he's one of my favorites probably daredevil i never watched the show but i heard it was really good and i you know what's really awesome about the show and the guy who plays daredevil in that is he actually like he like uh tried to get into the the mind and like the daily life of a blind man so he like i can't remember he like glued his eyes shut or something like that oh my god like he he actually I, I don't know if he actually glued his eyes shut it was something crazy like that like he maybe he just wore a blindfold but i'm pretty sure <laughs> it seems like a healthier option no i'm i'm pretty sure he made it so he couldn't even cheat if he wanted to something like that um but yeah he like glued his eyes shut i'll just say um and he went around like for I think weeks before he started filming, just trying to go about life as a blind man and trying to do that. Hmm. And like j- you don't That's even really think like when you're acting like there's certain things that you can't do when you're a blind person. Like if you're blind, you don't really talk to people and look at them when you talk to them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no need to. You can't see them. You actually would, like, if you're blind, you'd tilt your head away from them so you can get Man, an ear at them. Can you imagine, like, do you know how important eye contact is in communication? Yeah. Can you like, imagine I, not I being able to see and, and not being able to look like your mom or your dad in the eye ever again or anyone? Yeah. 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 That would be really tough, man. I've, uh, man. Well... Hopefully, uh, you know, I never go blind. I or you, I hope not. Yeah, it would be really tough. 
Yeah, but blind another... people also have a lot more things that I think can help them, right? Or no, I guess not. I guess you have sign language if you're deaf. I was thinking like a like a seeing eye dog. They have those, and they have walking sticks, and they have uh, braille. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess you just have like sign language, and you can read stuff if you're deaf. I've had deaf people. I work at a dry cleaner, and and people who are deaf. I've had I've like within this last month, two people that are deaf came in, and huh. uh, like I I had to, like I ask, like every person that comes in, I'm like, I'm like, so you're just dropping off, or are you are you picking up stuff like that, and uh, sometimes people don't answer, sometimes they do. So like I, from that question i couldn't tell if someone was deaf right off the bat because not everyone answers that and then these people didn't and i didn't know how to react to the first deaf person that came into the dry cleaner like i've never really interacted with someone that was deaf and it was kind of like it was a learning experience for me because like i said something to him and he's like uh i'm deaf i can't i can't understand what you're saying yeah. And so then yeah. like I I paused and I was like, "Well, what what can I do to like convey like do I have to write across my like do I have to write on a notepad what I'm saying to him?" And then he he was just like he was like, "Look me in the eyes and say what you're saying or and say what you want to say." And he was like, I mean, I'm going to be honest, he could be like a little nicer about how he went about it he kind of just yelled at me and told me what to do like aggressively because i was just like i, I never interacted with someone <laughs> well, he, he's like, deaf with, man he, he has no volume control that's that's another thing is like i i thought about that too i'm like well he doesn't know how loud he's speaking or like yeah. his tone of voice really yeah so like like he doesn't have to really deal with that type of stuff but like to me i was like whoa it was, like caught me off guard and i like felt really bad but uh um so he he i he just read my lips and i told him what was going on and i made sure to like enunciate <laughs> trying to make my lips clear no, yeah clear yeah not mumble anything uh, a couple years ago uh this, i have a pretty good story about this um i was Working for this lady, uh, doing like working concessions at a big college football game, and um, it was I was working with a staffing company. Uh, I was like I don't know, seventeen. I just started driving, so I drive up to this town where the college is, and I'm working the yeah. football game. And I get to my concession stand, and the people I'm working with, there's two dudes in there. And they're both deaf. And immediately, I'm just thinking, like, okay, how am I going to overcome this? Uh, (laughs) So these guys, you know, they tell me, like, hey, you know, we're deaf. You know, we we can read your lips, and we can teach you a little bit of sign language so if you need if you need us to pass you a coke you pass the coke but basically they just had me taking orders and you know like running the register 
it was a really cool experience to work with those guys. They were really nice dudes. You could tell that they had been down on their luck, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But they were really, really sweet guys. Um, <clears throat> and they taught me, like, oh, if you need a Coca-Cola, you just do the sign for C. Or if you need a Dr. Pepper, you do D-P. And they taught me these quick, you know, one-letter signs to tell to communicate easier yeah and uh people would start coming up and watching us do this and uh they'd talk to me and of course you know they start tipping you more and shit yeah 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 i got the tips baby that's right (laughs) but i ended up uh we ended up splitting all the tips so it was really nice it was really cool yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I, that was my first time interacting with someone uh, deaf, and I was just like, "Well, yeah, yeah, that was." You know, my mom's I, deaf. Is she she's, like partially deaf? Yeah, she's she's de- fully deaf in one ear. And no, her, I didn't know that. Yeah, her has other she been ears. like even even when uh, you were down in Reedsport, she was deaf in one ear. Yeah, she's been deaf in one ear since she was like three or four years old huh it's kind of crazy like a firecracker go off in her face they think she was just kind of she just kind of developed it or she you know like yeah just just kind of happened but which is really you know i don't think about that very much that's really unfortunate but like that could happen to anybody it could happen to anybody you yeah, just go true. deaf one day. You wake up and you can't hear anything. And that's tragic. And I feel bad for anybody who has ever had to go through that. You know? Um, but I don't think that those people want sympathy. You know, I think that they want to be... They don't want to be looked at any differently. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is just how it is now. Yeah. That's how they yeah. have to deal with it. Exactly. It's just like anything else. Yeah, it's just like if you lost your job, like, yes, or the next day, you wouldn't want people to be like, oh, so you want to be like, well, what's the next thing, right? Yep, just move on. Uh, yep. And it's hard to cope with, you know, deafness, a serious ailment, losing a limb or going blind, but there are ways to cope. And life can still be full and beautiful, even if those things happen. Yeah. You know, you just those people who experience those things are the ones who know that the best, you know, they, they, they know the value of life after that, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went on a, we'll definitely talk about the story another time because it's, it's a good story that I have, but um, I went on a rafting trip a while ago and like a summer or two ago. And we, I was riding with my dad in, in a raft, like he was rowing and it was me and uh, my friend Jimmer in there too. He's like older than me by, uh, yeah, he's like, I don't know. he's not super old. He's like late twenties, early thirties, something like that, someone in there. Okay. And so it was yeah, us yeah. three in a boat and we tipped over like two times on this rafting trip and no one else tipped over. But the joke that me and, it wasn't it was kind of a joke not really a joke though it would be like like 
me and Jimmer would talk to each other because we still stayed in my dad's boat even after because we were having a good time and laughing and like singing sailor songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Man, uh, it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a re- like one of the best times in my life, dude. It was really fun, and I I got a great story from it, especially from the times we tipped. Um, but I won't go into it now because we're we're starting to get long. But the 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 thing that they uh, that we were joking about was like after we tipped, we were like, "Well, do you want a a captain who has never tipped the boat and doesn't know how to react in those situations, or do you want a captain who has tipped the boat a couple of times and knows how to react and can deal with those tough situations?" And we we're like, "I'd rather have someone who tipped over the boat." And they're like. Ain't that right, Captain Wetzel? And then, like, we just <laughs> we just kept going along and like giving my dad shit, of course. But like, it was it's a fun little story. But it, it I feel like that is kind of like true. Like, you want you want someone who who has been through those hardships. Like, yeah. If, if someone is deaf, they have that information to like to give like that that knowledge that that wisdom to to pass on to you builds character yeah Yeah. um i would almost i I would rather have a deaf person and talk with them it's much more interesting than just having this normal blow joe like joe blow blow joe (laughs) i'm about to say normal blow job (laughs) i'd rather have a deaf blow job than a normal blow job (laughs) i'd rather have a deaf guy driving the boat (laughs) i don't know if i'd rather if i'd rather have a deaf blow job though because I would. Like, oh, that's a little too much teeth. Ah, ah, and she doesn't even. <laughs> just got a slapper. Just got a slapper. Oh, <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm glad we're earning the explicit. There's a little explicit <laughs> tab that I have to hit on the anchor to say whether or not it's explicit when I'm when I'm posting it on the anchor, so it'll like post on everything else. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm just making sure that I'm I don't feel like oh maybe this one could not be explicit. This one's definitely explicit now. Yeah, there's some I'm explicit definitely marking stuff. That. <laughs> yeah. Um but I you know that story with you and uh, your buddy and your dad. That reminds me of a time that uh me you and Max and your dad went out on your guys's boat. Uh a long time ago. I don't know if you remember it. But we all... It was like this big... It it, it reminded me... It was kind of like an inner tube. But you guys had like a... Actual motor on this on this thing. And... Uh, yeah, I know the boat you're talking about. It was gray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and gray. And had yeah, a- we actually took that on the Rogue River. Like on a rafting... I think that rafting trip that we tipped over was its last voyage that was my grandpa's boat man good good we called it the gray mule the gray mule (laughs) yeah that is a cool boat though (laughs) all right well yeah good times well we'll end it here we'll wrap it up it's a great podcast i think that one was riveting I was, it was really good. I'm a little biased, but I was like, oh, it's 
glued to my seat. I mean, we're all we're going back and forth talking about the definitions of Josh's and Jake's. Joshua's, Jacob's. Dirty Isabella. Dirty Simps. Isabella, that cunt. Simps. Uh, white uh, white knights and simps. The similarities. You learned a little something there. Talked about saddest video games and new games coming out closed betas and how to access them good good yeah stuff. and if you, if you have topic ideas you have maybe some games you want us to play maybe you have a question maybe you just want to give us some feedback and like critique our show like oh josh says like a lot i noticed that when i was editing i was like man i say like so much and I'm, i cut out some likes but i'm oh it's so many and now it's that okay. i'm talking it's... about likes I've just that's added pretty, in like three or four more. That's a pretty natural descriptor that, you know, like, see, I just said it. it, it it's totally just an, a natural yeah, it's, place to go. It's like a filler word, you know? Yeah, it is. But yeah. if you have too many of those filler words, it can get, it's just, it bogs down the whole conversation. I feel yeah, like. it just sounds unintelligent. Yeah. I feel like, but that's not the the filler like that I was talking about. I f- that's how I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got we got to end it here. <laughs> okay, well, give us uh, give us some feedback or write in questions, comments, concerns you have. Uh, rude remarks. Email. We want it all. <laughs> rude remarks. Yeah, I'd love a rude <laughs> remark right now. Yeah, we can handle it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will read off your rude remarks uh, for sure. If we get a rude remark, I'm reading that shit off. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll put your name up and everything, man. Yeah, so be be prepared to <laughs> to have your name out there as the rude remark guy if you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that fucking Daniel. He's writing in a rude remark. Fucking rude remark, Daniel. Rude remark, <laughs> Clark. You just isolated two whole names <laughs> wait yeah. what if there's a guy named daniel clark <laughs> he has to if if there ever daniel is clark daniel if you're clark, listening <laughs> you have to write in a rude comment right now whether you mean it or not just say fuck you guys <laughs> or something like that and then sign off daniel clark and send a picture of your photo id and your credit cards and your social security <laughs> yes so yes all can confirm your identity yeah, we just, it's just we have to confirm we have to be sure that it's <laughs>